All right, everybody, welcome back to the unofficial Willy Wonka podcast. This is episode numero 10, our 10th episode. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Can I just cut you off right there? Okay. I thought I, we talked about this. I prefer if you didn't cut me off, but. Well, but I'm going to because we just talked about this like 30 seconds ago, and we also talked about it on one of our previous episodes. We're not starting the podcast anymore talking about what number episode this is what are we going to get to number like 27 all right this is episode 27 of the unofficial willy wonka no okay we're, we're done with the numbers all right this is essentially this is essentially like a parent who uh when somebody asks how old that their kid is and they say 26 months oh so they're so they're two they're two years old i okay i i understand your point i don't feel like that's the same, but uh, I, I I get it and I agree with you. But it's just it's, it's quick math for our listeners. But what I'm saying is is that you broke the rules and you didn't do things my way, like we had already discussed. And I want things my way, and I want them now. And right. because I want them now, right. this is a perfect time to say that this episode we are going to be talking about none other than Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt, played by Julie Don. Cold, Cold. If, I, if I'm correct, yes. Yes. Um, so we might go on some rants on this episode. There, you know, we might get a little feisty, just like Veruca Salt. I feel like this could be a free-for-all. Um, it could be one of our funnest episodes. Of course, uh, got to be one of my favorite characters of the show. Of the movie, of the excuse movie, me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Veruca Salt's up there. I mean, also her dad, easily top five characters. Gosh, Henry Salt, man. One of the best. Just the mannerisms, the facial expressions. Um, yeah, I mean, we can touch on him a little bit. A little but, bit, maybe. But I feel like this is Veruca's episode. She 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 transcends pop culture. There's That's a, correct. There's a band called Veruca Salt from the 90s, alt-rock. Good Chick old. band, if you will. <laughs> I don't think it's called a chick band anymore. Well, I just said it. <laughs> um, have you ever heard them? Uh, No. Okay, well, on my way over here, I listened to some Veruca Salt just to get a little taste about what they're about. I'll be honest with you, it reminded me of two different bands. Number one, Paramore, right? Classic. And uh, number two, I don't know if you saw this movie in the early 2000s, but uh, Josie and the Pussycats with Rachel Lee Cook. Um, it kind of reminded me of them. Maybe a little, um, what's the other band I was thinking of? Gr- garage? No. Garbage. Uh, garbage. Garbage. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Close. Garbage did a Bond song. They did The World Is Not Enough. Okay. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. V- very cool. I was going to mention James Bond to you earlier, and I kind of forgot what it was about. Anyway. Um, you can always mention James Bond to me. I will listen. Yeah. Um, listen, so I've had a lot of family and friends ask me. I don't know if you have the same experience about our podcast here. Um, every time that I tell them that we're going to lay down some new episodes— They'll bring up something like, are you still going to talk about Willy Wonka? Or what's the next thing that you're going to talk about? Um, and I just have to say this to you people. This is the show. And we're not going to change it. Right? <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys heard that. But that was George from Seinfeld. This is the show. This is the unofficial Willy Wonka podcast. We're not talking about anything else. I'll... Although, yes, we do have other interests. James Bond. We like and other shows. We like movies. We, and- we floored the idea of doing a Hook podcast, but that's not... We're not, we're not talking about it today. Okay, I guys? I don't know if we talked about doing a Hook podcast as you alluded to the fact that you have... Uh, or that you were podcast cheating on me with another... That doesn't sound right. ...person about Hook. Nope. Yeah. Um, but 
this is this is the show where, where we go do an in-depth look into the characters the the story behind the original Blanca movie to include what we also you know did the prequel the one that just came out but anyway the point being is that this is the show and we don't have we don't have sponsorships they've tried to get sponsors I've said no you know it's just you know all these people the you know the nope it doesn't matter okay the fact is that we've had over 2600 downloads no commercials in there because this is what we want and we're gonna give it to you and um that's the show listen every time that you tell me how many downloads that we have it just gets me fired up to do more and more episodes um and it just keeps the motivation coming you know also now the wonka uh the ihop menu ihop one is now the most downloaded episode which is wild I don't know about you, but I still have a little hangover from my hover chalk pancakes with with the purple icing. That was, you know, it was what it was. It was. It was what it was. So, all right, we're here today. We're here to talk about Veruca Salt. Easily one of the most, um, like you said, she transcends pop culture. Yeah. Um, The attitude is fantastic. And... Just absolutely amazing. Yeah, she. Uh, so Julie Don Cole was the actress who played her. Um, she was born October twenty sixth of nineteen fifty seven. Um, she was also one of the uh, only children that went on and continued acting for um, as much as she did. I mean, like Denise Nickerson did a little bit of acting after that, um, but Julie Don Cole went on and did other projects. You can look them up. But Mother Makes Three, uh, uh, The Million Floss, or sorry, The Mill on the Floss. I can't read my own handwriting. Accomplished that in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know, just getting certified, I don't know if, you know, how long she was actually in the role. I think she may have done some television, uh, like fitness things like that. Um, but 2007, she went on and became a psychotherapist. What is a psychotherapist? Um, I would imagine being a therapist in the role of Veruca Salt. People just come in and she just Veruca Salt's them. Uh, for their entire sessions, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, um, but she, but she does that along with other like appearances and interviews and things about her, you know, past as Veruca Salt because that's still what she's most famous for. Absolutely. Yeah. To go on to release in 2016, release a book, I want to know a memoir about her time filming filming Willy Wonka. Mm. So, um, fun fact is that Ryan and I both have not read that book. So anyway. That's a. I think that's a look into Julie Don Cole. Or we can probably. Well, the so the only other thing that I noticed about her too is if you look at who the children became as adults. To me, she's the one who doesn't look very much like her character as a yeah. as a child. Like you can kind of look at them and say, okay, that was this person, this was that person. But when you look at her as an adult, to me, she didn't look like she did as a kid, um, or even as an an older teenager yeah. in um, some of her her other roles. You know, but yeah, um, yeah. So now, I mean, let's let's get into some of her scenes. Um, we we just we just uh, kind of did a quick rewatch of uh, some of the scenes that she was in with the commentary, uh, with her featured on it. They um, that coat that she had at the very um, uh, when they were going to go enter into the factory. That yeah. was a real mink coat that they made for her. That was a legit mink coat. I've got three others at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that was also the first day that she filmed 
in the movie, even though yeah. that was not the first time in the movie that she appeared. That was the first day that she was on set. Um, it was in September, I believe, because yeah. they had to get outside um, when it was warmest as they could because yeah. it was going to be cold in, in, the, um, in, the, uh, in the following months. Um, and just one other tidbit that I wanted to say before we get too far into the film. I saw in an interview that this was the first project that she did as an actress. So she had auditioned for several other things like plays and things like that. And when she would get to the uh, like interview part with the film crew or the production crew about, hey, have you done anything else? Um, she would say no. And they would say, okay, well, thanks, bye. And That's, so she didn't get any of those parts. So for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, when she got to that part and they said, hey, have you done anything else? She lied and said, and just made up a bunch of stuff. And they hired her on. How, how Veruca Salt of her. It was very Veruca Salt of her. Yeah. And a lesson to your kids, uh, you know, just lie about stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just, and then they'll get what they want, just like, just like Veruca Salt. And you'll get it now. <laughs> um, so what are some other some other fun Rugasalt facts that we have here. No, so, uh, let me see. Gosh. So, we go from seeing her for the first time right. uh, when they're opening up a bunch of Wonka bars, right? And then, and she's in the room with her dad and, and her mom. Henry and Henry, Henrietta. Yeah. Henrietta. You're going to be very unpopular around here, Henry. Henry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Henry Salt. <laughs> Veruca, sweetheart, angel. angel. <laughs> There's five bloody tickets to the world. And the whole body was looking for it. Well, what can I do? Make them work nights. Uh, Which make them work nights is probably one of her famous lines. Other than I want it now. Yeah. But she throws it out there. Fun fact about that. When I first watched that as a kid, um, when it was on TV, it was like an edited version of the movie. That line was not in there. Oh, that's as awful. soon as yes, I remember watching it, and when Henry Salt said, "What can I do?" it went immediately to the worker saying, "I found the golden ticket. Here it is." Mm. So um, I didn't hear them make him work nights until I saw the movie on VHS. Good job, TV editors, cutting down a few. What was it two seconds? It was two seconds. It was a classic, classic line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then right, so the entire chocolate factory. Sorry, the entire peanut factory mm-hmm. is opening these things like yeah. a bunch of slave workers. I mean, yeah. I mean seriously, right? It's Just awful. opening chocolate bars, um, and she's up there. She wants it now. Um, she's, she, mad, she's mad that she wasn't the very first one. Yes, yeah. she's the she's the third. Is she the third golden second? Ticket? She's the second golden ticket finder. Because okay. first was um, Augustus. Augustus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that that's why she that's why she was mad because she wanted to be the first daddy. Right. Yeah. Um. And then, right, so then when the worker finds the golden ticket and she gets rushed up to the staircase by who we think at the time is Slugworth. Right. Right. Um, he starts whispering something into Veruca's ear, right? It's mine. I want it. And then he starts, right? And we have no idea what he's whispering. Um, but she's one of the only ones, if not the only kid who doesn't get an interview. I don't. I don't think Charlie. Well, Charlie does. Yeah, Charlie does get it. Charlie mm-hmm. does get an interview either. But I mean, then again, he has a whole song and dance. Right. Which also Veruca does too. It, it is also interesting that Charlie, uh, not to go too much into him, but he doesn't get an interview. He just finds the golden ticket, 
shows up the next day, right? Yeah, it's this October thirty. Or wait, what? Which day is it? October first. October first. That's tomorrow. Shows up first day of October. Right, and then and then when Willy Wonka meets Charlie, he says, "I read all about you in the papers." Like they, there was what like half a day. There was like half a day between the time that he found it, and then so what? Did they find the golden ticket? Call the newspapers. It was, and, then, and, and the reporters went down to their shack, right? And then, <laughs> and then saw the sad grandparents stuck in a fucking bed. Just awful piece of shit grandparents hey, just sitting there. Local poor boy wins. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just as we're talking about it now, I'm like, wait a minute. So he read about all he read all about him in the papers, but I'm like, there wasn't any time there, there for a, a paper yeah. to be published. And you'd think that the day of when the kids enter the chocolate factory, he's probably got some prep work and stuff to do to make sure that these kids, you know, have yeah. a fun experience. He probably doesn't have time to read the newspaper. Yeah. Local poor boy wins with no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> with poor dentist work. Yeah. It's very British. Wins trip to chocolate factory. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, uh, um, so where were we? Okay, so Veruca outside of the factory, right? The mink coat made yeah. for her, right? Um, so they go in there and... The next time is is the very next scene is when we see her next, and that's where they have to sign the the um, contract, right? Correct. Where like the where the font gets smaller, and like Veruca has such a good line where she just snatches the pen out of her dad's hand. You're always making things difficult, right? And then it's just man, when you watch that scene, it just hits you in the face because she just she, like a boss just knocks her father off of the step. Yeah. Takes the pen and signs it. And then, you know, Willy Wonka nicely handled Veruca. <laughs> she's a she's a girl who knows what she's doing. It's like it's awesome. It really it really, is, it really establishes her whole her whole uh demeanor and attitude. It's just I mean, it's already been established, but even now, being in the being in this chocolate factory, she's still acting the way she does, you know? Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um and then right, so she's in she's in Obviously, the movie until she like goes away at this point. But um, another another good line that she has is when they go in into the room yep. where they came out the same way that they walked through, which is like that. It's like the magic eye room mm-hmm. where they're all stuck in there, and she goes, "Let me out, or I'll scream." <laughs> she just for, she apparently forgot her line, and just like that's what she yelled. That's right, because yeah. Mel Stewart got angry with her yep. because she forgot whatever her line was. And if you watch the movie with the commentary. They ask her, well, what was the line? She goes, I don't know. I don't remember. I forget. <laughs> so whatever her line was supposed to be in that scene is not what she ended up saying. Uh, but it was still very natural to yeah. me. You know? Um, and then, uh, right, so next we see them in the in the chocolate room, essentially, is when, like, Veruca has any part that's worthwhile at all. Um, and she's the one who gets to open, what was it? It was like a ball filled with jelly. Yeah, and she said it was gross. Too. Yeah, she actually hated yeah. hated doing that, whatever it was. Um, I mean, you just get your handful of jelly. Like, anybody got a spoon around here? It has to be awful. <laughs> has to be awful. Yeah. She just broke the thing open. Yeah. And then, uh, should we, I mean, should we just, we'll just skip forward to her scene. Well, well, so the only other thing that I wanted to say, um, before the golden goose scene is that, uh, th- there was a love triangle between Peter Ostrom, Charlie, yeah. Denise Nickerson, Violet, and uh, Veruca Salt, right? Julie Don Cole. On set, she's on record for saying this, that, uh, and, and, you know, I say love triangle. I don't know yeah. if there was really no. a love triangle. They, they were like 13 years old. But um, 
you know, Charlie was the only boy in town, really, because Paris Themen was a couple years younger and yep. Augustus Gloop was German and they didn't speak German. And so Charlie was the one that Denise Nickerson and Julie Don Cole had crushes on. So they were always embarrassed. They didn't want Charlie or Peter Ostrom to, like, you know, look at them and not be like, yeah. attracted or whatever because Denise Nickerson said when she has to, like, pick her nose on the boat, right? Um, so, I don't know. It was just an interesting tidbit. I mean, he also, listen, Charlie, Peter Ostrom, good head of hair in that kid, you know, like, and just not, not enough teeth, but other than that. Hey, good, you know, good acting kid, too. He know? was lacking in teeth, but what he didn't have in teeth, he made up for in character, you know? Because he was the main character of the film. Absolutely. So, and, I'm, you know, I'm sure the, that probably made him a little more, like, attractive to is, a 13-year-old girl. He is the main character. It's it's a close tie between him and Wonka. It'd be like Charlie, 51-49. I'm, so, I completely understand what you're saying, and the movie is in fact called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Versus, but the original story was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and he's the one who you see outside of the candy shop and is with us for the entirety of the film. Wonka doesn't come into the actual film until like 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah, he doesn't come into. The, yeah, but he steals away when he does. He does. He does. <sighs> yeah. I, well, I mean, he's the one who leads them through and has all the good lines and. I mean, you he's know. also top. He's top built cast, but that's because he's fucking Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Yeah, uh, but Peter Ostrom doesn't really. I mean, once he gets to the chocolate factory, he's just one of the kids. Yeah, that, that's an interesting point. I I don't know if I can think of other movies where, where it just takes a, like a character comes in and just takes over the takes over the movie as the main character. You know, which is why I I would say it's like not necessarily like a one and a two, but maybe a one and a one a. If yeah. you will, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's more like a maybe like a partnership in a way. Like his co-star. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were both pretty essential to yeah. the movie. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so then we go on to right from the from the um, Wonkatania boat. Right. We go on to the lickable wallpaper. I would say it's probably where she has the next line. Yep. Which is. Snozberry. Who ever heard, heard of a Snozberry? It's and classic. Apparently, they put like chalk on the on the wallpaper. On, on her tongue, on like a red like red chalk to make, oh, to, to make her tongue that like that red when Wonka squeezes her mouth and like forces her tongue out of her mouth. Right, and when he grabs her mouth, I'm just thinking to myself as a parent, I'm like, if somebody grabbed my child's mouth while they were trying to lick wallpaper that you told them to lick, yeah, it was like. I I would probably have something to say about that. I would also, but uh, I don't have children. Uh, but I would let Gene Wilder, you know, slap him around. It's Gene Wilder, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell him no. Like hey hey, I mean I know you got slapped, but it was by Gene Wilder. Isn't that isn't that kind of <laughs> cool? That's cool, man. <laughs> um, very nice, very nice. Okay. Um, after the lickable wallpaper is the fizzy lifting drinks, I believe. So then we skip. We skip another scene, right? Um, and then go from the fizzy lifting drinks to the golden, golden goose room. The golden, yeah, right. Yep. Um, with the golden, golden eggs. Golden eggs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Who are? They're giant geese laying giant golden golden eggs. eggs. Correct. Yeah. Um, and this is Veruca's like moment to shine, right? Because this is her room. Big deal. She gets a song. Um, so she did. Now, I think we did note previously that it's obviously lip syncing. 
Um, and but she did actually record the song. That is Julie Don Cole singing the song. Correct. But it's just she's just not singing it then. Right. Well, I mean, often in movies and shows, they'll yeah. just record earlier and then they'll just have to lip sync. I've always had an appreciation for the actors and actresses that have to lip sync and match it up with what they're... I mean, I know it's the film editors that yeah. will match up their you know, like voice with the song and the, and the actual film, but to enunciate with your mouth... I mean... To, if, ma- to match the movements. Right. Yeah. If you try to sing something and then you try to just mouth it without actually singing, you might not mouth the same thing that yeah. you're singing. So I just... I don't know. I've always had appreciation for that kind of thing. Um, she did say that the that the actual scene where she had to... Basically where she starts like freaking out the... I'm going to scream. Yeah. So that part took 36 takes. Because when she's, of when she's slipping out, where she threw the like the wrapping paper yeah. around Gene Wilder and took the shopping cart and knocked down all of the boxes and stuff, that took thirty six takes. So the production people had to set all that shit up thirty six times, put all that shit back in the baskets, stack all those boxes back up, roll the the, the shit back. Like that's a, that's a fucking lot, dude. And then like I was trying to watch too, knowing this. Right, that this took 36 takes. Watch the actors in the background. Like Mike TV literally has his hands on his knees. He's like bent over. The kids are probably exhausted oh, yeah. from 36 takes worth of this song. And if I'm part of the production crew, after about 20 takes, uh, sorry, Mel Stewart, like, what the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, he's he's like a. Well, I was gonna say something. Yeah, he's like a Nazi. Okay, okay. he's like <laughs> he's like a Nazi with the, with these things. He was such a perfectionist that he had to. to had, like you didn't get enough takes after thirty, of like knocking down boxes. Not even after and, ten. Like ten, yeah. ten, you should have found one in that. But. I would love to see what the first five takes looked like compared to the last one. Like, was it that much better? Uh, you know, I think maybe it just took thirty six times to get um, Julie Don Cole frustrated enough to really flip out. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, and I always thought it was funny that the wrapping paper went around Wonka's body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that m- might have taken a few tries, yeah. you know. And then the fact that he just had to stand there, you yeah. know, and look like, here we go again with these kids freaking out. Um, yeah. Uh, another thing about that scene was um, she did get to keep her golden egg. She did keep a golden egg as for a souvenir. A while. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. That's like, I, I would have kept everything from that set if possible. What about the mink coat? She. She forgot it. Yeah. Uh, apparently at the canteen. So I, I can't believe that she would forget a mink coat, which is, you know, worth at least a few thou. Yeah. Right. Maybe, uh, probably hundreds back then in the 70s. But yeah. still. Um, so her 36 times, and then she gets on to the educated educator, the. Which was a Jack Albertson line. contribution. Yep. Yes. That's Grandpa Joe. Um, Fucking Grandpa Joe for everyone tracking. Piece and of then, shit. Fucking piece of shit. And then um, she falls down into a bunch of boxes and mattresses. And also one of the, somebody's brother. I, I forget what they said. Yeah, I didn't know who that, who that person was. It but doesn't matter. She had to, uh, when she did fall, she had to keep her arms very close to her body because it was such a small hole. Yeah. You know, for the stunts that they had these kids do. They sure as heck had them going in these small little tight areas where the safety didn't sound like it was that safe. Like yeah. when Augustus fell into the chocolate river, 
Apparently that was a very small hole that he had to aim for. Yeah. Which he went head first in. Liquid. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. I mean, what are they doing to these kids? <laughs> you know, everybody it's, talks about Willy Wonka putting these kids through the death traps. How about in real life, the fucking like production crew? <laughs> you know what I mean? Thanks, Mel Stewart. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, and then that is the end of uh, Veruca Salt as yeah. we knew her, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. You know, um, as uh, Grandpa Joe said that, you know, finally got what, you know, uh, what's it? No. Henry finally got what he wanted. Is that Veruca went so Veruca went first. Veruca went first. <laughs> um, By the way, yeah, uh, uh, Grandpa Joe had a really shitty tie. Just noting, just noting that watching it again, this is how bad his his tie is tied. Yeah, and it's, he, super, and it's super fat. It's it's really well, it's skinny, and then it like gets fatter as it goes down, yeah. and it's short. It's awful, you know. But tie, you know, I, I don't know if they necessarily had a Joe's Fay Bank back then or a men's warehouse. Where somebody was. I think Ty's been around long enough. uh, Yeah, he'd also been bedridden for twenty fucking years. Well, by bedridden by choice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So he's probably you know he's used to wearing a curtain. You know what? Let's let's stop saying bedridden. He's been lazy for twenty fucking years. He has been lazy because he got up. Yeah. Yeah. Voluntarily. Uh, All right. Why did this turn into a rant about Grandpa Joe? It's so easy. Gosh. He's just, you know, you could argue that the stars of the film were the grandparents because of how obnoxiously lazy they were. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, when you go to talk to somebody about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, one of the first things that people say, those grandparents are so lazy. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, it's amazing how that's, re- the internet really helped push that narrative. That wasn't like a thing in, in like, I think pre-internet discussion. Everyone just loved the movie. But like, I think someone must have noticed Hey, this this motherfucker just got up because he won a golden ticket, or his grandson won a golden ticket. Right now he can fucking get the fuck up. Right, you fucking kidding me? What an incentive! One yeah. person said that, and like, oh hey, huh? You're right, and that's now he's now regarded as a piece of shit character. If you had to, if you had to, because I think we're in agreement that Veruca Salt's most famous line is "I want it now." Right. There's a song that she has. It's called "I Want It Now." Mm-hmm. Right. What's her second most famous line? Oof. Um, either make them work nights mm-hmm. or that's got to be it, right? Make them work nights? So I, I came up with two okay. possible, and make them work nights was one. Mm-hmm. But the other one was snozberry. Who's ever heard of a snozberry? Yeah, that's probably Because if you're just at home and you th- – shot that line out you know exactly what that's from yeah if i say make him work nights unless i say it with that british accent that she has which i can't do very well yeah. then you're not gonna know what the heck i'm talking about yeah but snozberry who's who ever heard, heard of a snozberry you know that's to me that's her second most most famous line but yeah um i think that covers veruca right yeah All i right. think so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with one last little featurette of this podcast and we are back after that word from our sponsors i still would like to know are we paying that guy or not uh no um or those excuse me those people right um it these people keep wanting to sponsor us uh patriot front 
Uh, we do not want them as our sponsors. Uh, the My Pillow guy is really vying for sponsorship, <laughs> and we keep telling him, "Please, no, it's just you're not in our bag, baby." Those, yeah, those are the people we don't necessarily want to be associated with. Yeah, uh, for you know reasons that we don't need to. The GoFundMe here. Um, yeah. for some recent legal fees for somebody, um, just not going to touch yeah. that either. You know, we're not into canceling or being canceled or being associated with those who have been canceled. Um, and we also hope to never be canceled ourselves. Yep. Although, I don't know if our following warrants enough to be canceled just yet. Uh, not yet, no. We're, we're, but we're getting there. We're going to get there, yeah. Yeah. Eventually. We'll be big enough so that if you would like to cancel us, you can. Yeah. Anyway, um, we are back now in this segment of the episode to talk about our top five favorite salty snacks. Now, let's be, I want to be clear. Before, before we do our top five here, because I think some of us haven't understood the rules before of what qualifies, or what are, what are the qualifiers, right? That's absurd. But anyway, keep going. We're talking about, listen, the whole world of salty versus, salty is pretty broad. Okay, so we're talking. Let's let's be clear about it's like bagged items you'd find in like the chip aisle or the cracker aisle. What? I, you just can't be like, oh, caprese salad. That's a salty snack. But you can put salt on it, and it's a very salty snack. It, these are items that you can find in the chip aisle. You know, salty is so broad; it's massive. You could be like, oh yeah, a nice. Um, I like a little uh, mushroom souffle bite. That's a salty. That's a salty snack. Yeah, which goes better with right with some salt, obviously. Well, we're doing because you can you can put salt on a lot of things. You can right? put salt on on sweet things. There are like there are chocolate chip cookie recipes that have salt on them. Yes, but that doesn't qualify as a salty snack. <sighs> so we're gonna go with right. like chip based. Well, then I need to cross chip. off number let's see four and uh, number two. Chip based. Okay. So now I'm down. To th- I mean, well, like now I'm down to three, three snacks. I don't believe. Did I, not, did I just knock off two? You just knocked off two of my How favorite salty. Po- okay. These are notoriously salty, known for their saltiness, and you just crossed them off my list chip, from the get-go. Chip cracker pretzel. Like those are like the things. But then you just said the things. I would I would quantify nachos also. Like if, if nachos was, was on there that has like tortilla chips. Uh, I would agree. Nachos were not on my list, although delicious in most forms. Yeah. Um, okay. Man. You know what? You know, we'll hear. It. We'll hear it anyway. Well, let's just also say this: we're we're doing salty snacks in honor of Veru- our episode of Veruca Salt. Her right? father, who owned a, a nut factory. Right. I I had considered when I was coming up with what top five that uh, we were going to do today, like a top five like peanut flavored thing. Yeah. You know, like Snickers have peanuts in them, right? No. Excuse me, nuts. 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 What business do you insult? Nuts. Um, but I thought salty snacks would be a little more like appropriate. It's just so broad. It could be like, all right, but one of my favorite salty snacks is mozzarella sticks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Oh, well, I, that's right. a snack. Yeah. Listen, well, you just spoiled two things that were on my list. We're, so we're, so we'll now hear, I'm already down to three. We'll hear them anyway. We'll hear them anyway. All right. Okay. All right. Let's let's hear your number five. Okay, number five is actually one that qualifies under your you know under the pre qualifications, right? Um, number five for me is gourmet popcorn. Yes. Okay. I love gourmet pop. Can you can you define what makes a gourmet? So like you got your movie theater popcorn, right? You got your typical popcorn at home. You put it in the microwave, 
delicious, especially with a little bit of butter, right? Yeah. But the gourmet popcorn is the kind that I'm talking about that come in like the big like cans or the big bags with yeah. fun colors like green and red. And like, the, and the, and it's perfectly popped. Like there's no um, kernels in there. Right. I'm talking about like your birthday f- cake flavored popcorn, right? But that's it, but that's that's sweet. But it's also salty because it's popcorn. Anyway, gourmet popcorn. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. like alternative flavors. I I love me some good handfuls of those. Um, the only downside to popcorn in general for me is like when it just gets stuck in between your teeth. Yeah. I mean, it can ruin your night, especially if you don't have any dental floss or one of the little like little toothpick pigs. things. Yeah. Because you're just trying to get it out for the rest of the night and you're like, I had you- one like all the way like my back teeth. Like I could feel it on my tongue. Like it took forever to get it out. And then when, when you do finally get it out, whether that's five minutes later or five hours later and you look at it and you're like this little crumb thing. this you know it, this little flake of popcorn was what was ruining my night mentally you know what i mean it's amazing popcorn's also is also a relatively healthy snack or it can be like it's good for you it has a lot of fiber in it too ah yeah like so like if you air pop popcorn which which is low in fat it's pretty like it's like a relatively healthy snack low in calories yeah i was gonna say low in calories too yeah. but that's good okay so yeah number right. five gourmet cool. popcorn done awesome that's a solid number five thank you my number five is a handful of Cheetos. <laughs> a handful of Cheetos. That, that's that's very specific. That's the measurement. <laughs> just a handful of Cheetos. Stick your hand in the bag and just. I Cheetos are Cheetos are great. Um, really do like them. I don't really ever buy them, but I do like the Trader Joe's version too. Um, those are pretty good. It's just like, you know, they can stain your teeth and your and your fingers. It's just. So I think a handful is appropriate amount uh, without getting too carried away. Yeah. So that's my number five. So okay. It's a handful of Cheetos. Uh, crunchy or puffed? I prefer crunchy. Okay. Yeah. Puffed is good too, but crunchy's better. Like the Cheeto balls? Yeah. Similar. Close. No. Well, that's that's something separate. But I'm saying that those are considered puffed, aren't those they? Those are puffed. Yeah. 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 I, I also prefer crunchy to puffed yeah. as well. Um, okay. All right. So now for my number four, All right. uh, my canceled number four, if you will. You ready for this one? Yeah. Deviled eggs. Yeah, that's not. I mean, it, it's it's not an it's not an entree. You could consider it an appetizer. It's an appetizer. Okay, but I mean, you got the but it's a side. It it's can, not. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. How many people are stopping their day? Be like, I need a snack. Let me go grab some deviled eggs. Yeah, but you leave them out. Like at a party, it's just it's like chips. It's one of the things that you just walk by the table a hundred times and you just pick one up and pop it in your mouth. <laughs> and it's salty. You put salt on these things. There's salt in it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So deviled eggs. It's not allowed. It's, I mean, well, I mean, we're gonna allow it, but it's just like redacted. It's redacted from my list. All right. Please, in the comments, uh, just listen. Hit us up at podcast Wonka. On Twitter, if you think deviled eggs should be allowed on this like list, I feel like you saying that it's like, oh yeah, crap stuff, mushrooms. That's a, that's one of my favorite snacks. Delicious. They're great, yeah, but it's, it's like an app. I'm not. I think snack is a different. Okay, I fine. think it. I think it borders. It's you know, it's like a shade of gray for me. Right. Anyway, okay. Well, shade of gray because we're both colorblind. Okay. Yes. Fact. Um, okay. So what's your number four? So. I'm I'm going to be getting specific into some brands here. Okay, that's fair. This is the Good Crisp Company, mm. um, a family from Australia. 
relocated to America, and they have uh, cheddar cheese balls. Great shit. Absolutely addictive as hell. Could could I could put away the whole container easily. Are these not like the Cheeto balls? That we just talked about? Yes, puffed. It's different. They they are just a different brand. They're a different brand and the quality is way better. Yeah. So super good. Okay. Yeah. That's my number four. Now, was this a handful of them or was it just there one? Is, there is no measurement for this one. Okay. It's just because I could eat the whole. They, 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 don't, they don't come in a big container. They come in like, like, you know, what would be maybe a small jar size. And they are wicked addictive, if okay. you will. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. See, that's, that's a snack. Okay. Um, so now we're on the number three. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. Number three for me counts. Top three. Yep. Uh, sea salt chips. Yeah. Um, specifically, kettle. Mm-hmm. I think kettle is just kettle, listen, delicious, and the quality is up there. That's the way to chip. If you guys, if you guys don't know kettle chips, that's the way. Yeah. Um, specifically, I would like to mention this too, because this is the Veruca Salt episode. I'm allowed to go on a rant here. If you're one of these people who go into the grocery store and open up a bag of chips and start eating the chips or, while you're walking up and down the, the aisles or open shopping. Up, open up a drink. Open up a drink. Um, what else do people do? Like grapes? I've seen people just eating like grapes as they walk up and down the aisles. I mean, what? you're not allowed to do that. That's not the social agreement that we have with these like stores, right? Yeah, this, isn't a, this isn't a cafeteria. You're there to go buy a product. Yes. You're not supposed to be eating in the store. Right. You don't just drive now. Well, shoot, this example might not be good because there's such thing as a test drive with a car. But you don't just go and take the car and then pay for it later. You pay for it first and then you can take it. You don't take a bag of chips out for a test drive. If they, yeah. if there's one of these like samplers out there, right? People handing out samples, then that's fine. But you can't just go into a store, open up a bag of chips, and eat it as you shop for other food, you, and then pay for it as you walk out. That's not how this works. You could go buy a bag of chips. You buy it, take it home, you open it, you taste one, you don't like it, you can return it. Really? You can't. Have you done this? No. No. But like, I know like stores will be like, this product is bad, I didn't like it. And then you can like usually return it for like store credit. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Especially if you show maybe that the bag is mostly full. That's almost, I think, any grocery product. You can return groceries. You just have to be like a psycho about it. That (laughs) is a fun fact. You just have to Um, be like, I'm going to go take a trip back to the grocery store to return a bag of chips I paid three dollars for although if you do show them an almost full bag of chips typically that doesn't mean it's actually full because bags of chips are like half full half of it's air you know what i mean do you know why that is no i don't to protect the chips they put the air in there so that the chips don't get crushed ah when they're stacked or whatnot yeah. okay well that makes sense yeah i never thought about that yeah the air, it makes complete sense that's why like pretzels because they're a little, a little more hearty don't have it's a full ass bag of pretzels yeah, because they don't need they don't need to be protected yeah the pretzels can take the <laughs> the hits yeah. yeah okay so sea salt chips yeah um, specifically kettle brand and don't be one of those people walking up and down the grocery aisles eating your chips wait until you check out have some self control we're not we're not savages here no we're not animals yes um Ryan did say kettle. Uh, he does mean kettle uh, kettle cooked, but there's also the kettle brand, which is a great brand as well. Is kettle cooked separate from kettle? So, or is it a... Well, you, you said the kettle brand, and that there is a brand of kettle cooked chips called kettle. Okay. And it's a great brand of chips. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, but there's also... But like but, What you said. 
Right. They're also like like Lay's has kettle cooked style chips. No. Yes. That's not what I'm talking okay. about. Not the, the Lay's. Right. Got yeah. It. Okay. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, okay. Right, so that's your number three. And now your number three. I'm gonna get into the brand again. So Snack Factory makes the Everything Bagel pretzel chips. Fucking love those. Delicious. Those are great for hummus, for making little uh, canapes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a little cheese and cracker on there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh yeah, love love the flavor of it. I like most Snack Factory brand. Yeah, pretzels. It's amazing. Um, or sorry, flavors. Oh yeah. Yeah, terrific. The, the buffalo, the Parmesan garlic one. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You stuff. know who else loves them? My kids. Yeah. They'll just come up to me and take them. You know, or like I'll just put a handful on the table that they eat out. You know, eat off of. Oh, pretzels! Like yeah. they love them. Oh, that's great. Okay. That was um, by number three. Okay. So. Now for my. Number two. Okay. Disqualified? Disqualified. Okay. Sweet potato french fries. I'll... You can't tell me french fries are not a snack, even though I can see you thinking about it. Shit. Uh, <laughs> that was a Spaceballs uh, reference, wasn't it? I think it is, right? Yeah, where, where you're looking at the, at the or well, he's looking at the static on the screen, and, <laughs> and then you think it's the screen. Yeah. Shh. And then he's he goes, taking it. Shit. <laughs> um, uh, I guess it's a qual. I mean, like the thing is, is like you can open up a pantry and you can grab any bag of chips. You just can't open up a pantry and be like, oh, cool, sweet fries. Like, no, you might need to put them in the air fryer. You know? Yeah. But anyway, know. sweet potato French fries, man. Come on. I hate. I don't like sweet potato. Oh, you don't? No, I've tried it a thousand times over. That's still still not a fan. But, what kind of French fries do you like? Almost every other fry. Okay. Yeah, it's not a beer batter is great. I love air fried fries, but just sweet potato fries, not my not just, my jam. Just not your jam. Okay. All right. Um, let's go to your number two. All right. Um, I have air popped popcorn. Ooh. So that's okay. First of all, I got a popcorn maker uh, off of it was recommended from Wire Cutter that has. That does air popping, which is just I've talked about. There's no fat involved with it. Like you can just, and then it comes out perfect because there's a brand of popcorn called Lesser Evil. Mm-hmm. Fantastic popcorn. All their popcorn is air popped. You just definitely taste the difference from like doing it on the stovetop or doing the microwave, and it's great. So either like the Lesser Evil brand or just like just doing air popped popcorn at home, that's great. And then you could spray some oil on there if you want, but. That's number two. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. My number one. Numero uno. Uh, so my number one, uh, unfortunately, I wish there was more of a build to this, but you've already mentioned them, was going to be the Snack Factory <laughs> yep. pretzels because I will crush a bag. Yeah. Uh, and that bag will never have existed. I mean, I'll it's, take it home. I'll just eat the whole freaking thing. It's easy. Um, but since you already said that, I'm going to go with an unauthorized salty snack. And you're not gonna like it, but I'm gonna say this: soft pretzels. A soft pretzel. Yeah, that's not a snack. It's that, definitely. That's almost a meal. It's not a meal. Well, it can be if you go. Okay, so actually, <laughs> my wife and I went out the other night. There's a place in Old Town, uh, in Old Town Alexandria called uh, Two Nineteen. Yeah. And they have a. Heard about the place. Is it a Bavarian soft pretzel? Yeah. It's huge. It's a meal. It's a lot. It, it needs to not be 
labeled as an appetizer. It needs to be an entree. It needs to be specified that this is for a family. Because her and I tried to eat this thing, and you know, we got about halfway done. We're like, I, I don't yeah. want to keep eating this. But if you can just get a good soft pretzel or like pretzel bites from the movie theater, yeah. I mean, or any time that I go to a baseball game or anything like that, soft pretzels, if they're hanging in there, I'm getting one. It's great for like soaking up booze if you were to be drinking. Oh, know? yeah. It's, it's a good base to have in your stomach, especially yeah. with like a good grainy mustard. Mm, yes. All right. Uh, my number one, I will not change, even though we, you you already we did mention it, but mine is by brand again is Cape Cod kettle chips. Ooh, there Cape, you go. So like I love their sea salt one, and then their jalapeno. <laughs> Fucking forget about it. It's the best, dude. I'm not even a jalapeno fan. I I actually I hate jalapenos themselves. I love I, oh fuck, I, I love jalapenos. I, I know, my tongue is just not trained, my brain is not trained. Even though I've tried, I've tried. Yeah, I've tried to consume them. I've tried to put them on things, and it. You know, for it to give my my meal or my snack or my appetizer that little extra layer of flavor, mm-hmm. and it's just way too hot for me. So I do not like jalapenos. I say all that to say jalapeno flavored chips. I'll fuck some. I will oh, yeah. fuck some up. Even the kettle um, the kettle brand jalapeno chips. Yeah, fantastic. But Cape Cod, that has to be the best brand of chip out there, hands fucking down. And they're spicy. Right? Yeah, they're, they're, they, they're a little heat. They're like big. they got some, they have some heat. But I will eat them and I'll make your nose run a little bit. it. Yep, and then just have to drink a little bit of milk afterwards. We had that with some sour cream dip. Oh, get the fuck out of Goodness. here! Goodness, yeah, delicious. Well, All right, that's bringing us up to about forty-five minutes into this episode ten. Oops, uh, my bad. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> We're done. All right. Well, listen. We're done numbering episodes. Stay tuned. Um, we do have some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, if you care for what we're about to do but um we do have a few more episodes coming out please stay tuned and i think that's all we got right yeah hey um you know feel free to hit us up as we say on at podcast wonka on twitter uh yeah i know you just scoff every time now because of its association with elon musk so gross but it is what it is man look that that platform has kind of fallen off a little bit um not that a lot of people were on there in the first place they weren't the main ones are still Facebook and I think Instagram, right? Um, I think Facebook's come back a little bit. Yes, it definitely has. Well, it it's had its peaks and valleys for it's sure. It's definitely. I think they changed their formatting, and it's just a little bit. It's a little more. I don't know. I think it's come back a little bit. Well, there's a marketplace, Facebook marketplace. It's huge. I mean, like my mom's on Facebook marketplace. Have, she lives on Facebook marketplace. Your your arguable best TikTok video is making fun of Facebook marketplace. Oh, mine. Yeah, that man. Yours I is great. That one. It's a great one. It's hilarious. <laughs> I do have my own TikTok page, um, but I'm not here to advertise that. Um, Ryan, Ryan does have a TikTok that perfectly encapsulates the mark, the Facebook Marketplace experience. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to have a link to that in the description of this video. Well, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, please hit up that link, by the way. No. <laughs> um, well, actually, I filmed that in 20, 2021. Yeah. It was like May of 21. And I remember that because... I had kind of reached a limit in my own. So the hard part about TikTok videos is not the filming; it's the editing, or of any video. I would I would yeah. argue like editing takes up so much time, and I was just so tired of doing it, and it was so time consuming. I just needed a break. So I I distinctly remember that one because that was the last one that I filmed before taking about a nine or ten month break on TikTok, and now I'm back on there, um, pseudo often. Pseudo. Yeah, Good but work. I say all that to say this. Twitter, um, you know, 
it's not as popular as Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, but it's still out there, and oh, yeah. we're on there. Uh, we're exploring some other avenues to possibly yeah, be look be on the lookout for the Instagram because we'll have that. Up yeah, soon. we are going to try to create an Instagram account. Um, We've been saying that forever. Yeah, yeah, but we're actually going to do it just like we actually did this podcast. Absolutely, we're actually going to make the Instagram happen, um, and we will let you guys know as soon as that happens. And we're going to flood that with a bunch of Willy Wonka content, um, you know, and stuff from this podcast. Yeah. So we might just share a bunch of yeah, a bunch of Wonka stuff related things. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everyone, thanks for listening and. Bye. Bye.